Welcome to Grim Gossip. Before we start the show, I want to give a proper warning. The episode you are about to hear includes grim details about an underage victim. Details of this case include assault, rape, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. This case takes place in Saginaw, Texas in July of 2013. The victim in this case is Alana Gallagher, a six-year-old girl who loved to play with others. Her neighbors said she was bubbly, social, and surprisingly bright for her age. She loved to ride her purple scooter around her neighborhood, normally by herself. The offender is a boy named Tyler Holder, a 17-year-old boy who, according to the neighbors, didn't really have any friends. People like to emphasize the fact that he was a loner and a stoner who really just liked playing video games. July 1st was when Alana went missing. When she left her house that day, she was in search of other kids to play with. It was a normal routine for her to get up, get ready, head out on her purple scooter, and begin knocking on her neighbor's doors to see if the kids can come out. That day, when she knocked on her neighbor's door to see if their grandson could come out and play, they told her they were headed to the mall and they wouldn't be back until later. But that didn't bother Alana. She said she'd wait for them to come back. As they drove off for the mall, Alana was left playing in their yard. This was the last time she was known to be seen by her neighbors. Around 7.30 that night, two teenage boys were riding their scooters out in the street when they saw a bundle of tarp. Their parents asked them to remove what they thought was trash in the middle of the street, so the boys went over to move it, but when they got closer, one of the boys saw hair sticking out of the tarp. When he went to tell his dad, his dad went over to check out the situation. When he tried to open the tarp a little more, he saw feet and stopped to call 911. The police were dispatched to the scene immediately. When they got to the scene, they taped it off. Of course, at this point, the whole neighborhood was already outside talking about what it was they found, then later on who it was they found. Suspiciously, Tyler was seen pacing up and down the street. He occasionally stopped to talk with the neighbors, but when he talked to them, he named the victim, telling them it was Alana Gallagher who was in the tarp even though the police had not yet identified the body. He also stated he had been gone all day fishing, a notable detail no one asked for. While this commotion was taking place, Carl, Alana's father, was going door to door searching for his daughter with no luck. It wasn't until 9.15 when a police officer was flagged down and informed that she was missing. No one was under immediate suspicion at first, even though her parents were questioned. Many items were removed from their home, but none of these items were a match to what was found on and with Alana. Alana's body was not officially identified until July 4th. She was found almost naked. Her hands and feet were bound with duct tape with four plastic grocery bags over her head and red duct tape to secure the bags around her head. She was also found with a roll of toilet paper and a few dog hairs. The gray tarp which she was wrapped in had been secured by a belt. It was later discovered that her body had been immersed in water for an extended period of time prior to her discovery. Her hair, body, and clothes were still wet. Coroners weren't sure whether this happened before or after her death or whether it was an attempt to wash away evidence, but sperm was still recovered and tested. They had also discovered that she had been anally raped, then smothered with a plastic bag before her hands and legs were bound. Her head and face showed signs of trauma and abrasions as well as bruising on parts of her body, 
which include fingertip bruises on her lower abdomen. A couple of days later, Tyler was seen standing across the street from the Gallagher home, just watching for a while. The neighbors called the cops to let them know of his continuously suspicious behavior. In the meantime, a makeshift memorial was set up for Alana where people could leave flowers and stuffed animals. The neighbors even tied purple ribbons to their mailboxes, which was her favorite color, in her memory. But the memorial was set on fire, and on the same night, the Gallagher home was set on fire, which took half their home and their car. The police weren't positive if these fires were directly related to their case, but now, not only did they have to investigate Alana's murder, they had to investigate arson as well. Of course, the police were already canvassing the neighborhood, questioning all the neighbors, trying to get any and all information or clues leading to her killer. Because of the suspicious way Tyler was acting the night of Alana's discovery, they brought him in for questioning. During the initial interview with Tyler, he stated his day had been pretty normal. He had been home all day, which is not what he told the neighbors the night of the incident, woke up around 2 p.m., got up, and watched some TV. Then he left to apply for unemployment since he had recently lost his job. He made it clear that he had had no contact with Alana Gallagher that day and that she had never been in his house. But the house across the street from Tyler's had video surveillance showing that his car had never moved the entire day. With this vital information and video surveillance, even though Tyler stated to the neighbors that he had been gone all day, the police were able to get a search warrant for his home. When they served the search warrant to Tyler, he was very cool and cavalier. He openly let them search. They took evidence from his home that they thought were related to this case, including dog hair and a small purple Timex watch with flowers on it, thought to have belonged to Alana. DNA was not a part of the warrant, but when they asked Tyler for it, he willingly agreed. And with that, they left with their evidence that they sent off for testing. On July 23rd, when the DNA taken from Tyler came back as a positive match to the sperm they recovered, five police officers rushed to Tyler's home with an arrest warrant. Based on how cooperative he had been with them previously, they had no reason to believe he wouldn't come quietly. But when they got to his home, he stated he wouldn't speak to them. He then pulled a handgun from his waistband and opened fire on the officers. Holder was able to hit one officer in the groin, Detective Charles Lodato, before he was tackled to the ground by another officer. During the scuffle, Holder received a gunshot wound to the head before he was arrested. Both Lodato and Tyler were rushed to the hospital and survived the incident. Tyler later confessed to the events of the day. He said he had lured Alana into his home while his mother was at work. Once he had her inside, he sexually tortured Alana before strangling her to death with his belt and plastic bags. Initially, Tyler was charged with capital murder, but due to his young age, he was charged with murder and was able to avoid the death penalty. This is because in 2012, the Supreme Court declared that life sentences without parole were unconstitutional for defendants under 18. He pled guilty to a murder charge which gave him life in prison, and also an attempted capital murder charge for shooting an officer which gave him an additional 40 years in prison. This means he must serve a minimum of 50 years before he is up for parole. This also means every couple of years after his minimum years have been served, 
Someone will need to come forward to ask the courts not to release this person based on the actions that put him there in the first place, forever victimizing the family and friends of little Alana Gallagher. And that's it, guys. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, there are many more to come. Hit the subscribe button so that you get notifications when I drop new episodes. If you have any suggestions, send them my way at grimgossippod at gmail.com. All websites used for the research is in the show notes if you guys want to take a deeper dive into this case. Thank you for listening. Thank you.